Welcome to Here for the Cocktail Party. I'm Sean. And I'm Rayanne. Each week we'll be sipping cocktails, spilling tea, and diving into the latest gossip on Katie's season of The Bachelorette. Kiki with us every week as we overanalyze the contestants' love connection and break everything down with a healthy dose of alcohol and skepticism. So this week we are talking about the men and our first impressions. Oh yeah, but before we even start to talk about the men, let's talk about what we were drinking and inspired by Katie's first impression we decided to go with the vibrator cocktail. We sure did. And it made me vibrate from sugar. It was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely a tweaker after a couple of them because there was just so much sugar in it. I was bouncing off the walls and I swear my boyfriend was going to make me sleep outside for the night. (laughs) So we apologize. (laughs) But I hope that you got to tweak out with us. So if you didn't already listen, we did a little bit of a breakdown on our last episode of sort of top level highline topics about the first episode. So we're going to get down into the nitty gritty in this one. So we're going to start with what we love on every first episode, and that is to give you our one word sometimes more than one word reactions of our first impressions of all the men as they exit the limo. I am really excited about this because I feel like I have some good ones in this. Ooh, I feel like mine are like not super strong, but we'll, we'll give it a go. (laughs) (laughs) We will get through this together. Okay. So starting off with Thomas, what did you think? Con artist. I pegged him as a tan pilot Pete. Oh, interesting. I could see that. Okay. Aaron. Creep dog. uh, Lifts weights in his mom's basement. (laughs) I love how we peg these as one word reactions. They're clearly not. (laughs) Andrew M. Salesman. Number cruncher. Okay. We were kind of on the, on the same with that one. Okay. Okay. David. (laughs) I put smooth, but I I will caveat that with where did the rest of his pants go? (laughs) Who will ever know? I put jokester. Michael A. Ventriloquist dummy. Geek. And that's an insert because nerds are in right now. Yeah, I don't mean this in like a negative way, but that's exactly the thought. Like he just like was this cute little nerdy guy. Hmm. I guess cute is one way to put it. (laughs) Trey. Fun. He is that guy who gets married to the girl and and the sign says, we got married on Friday because Saturdays are for the boys. Like that's, that's it. That's his, that's his MO. Really? I didn't get that from him, especially from his pre-package when he was talking about like all the genres of music that he liked and like all the science and math shit he was into. Well, it's a lie. <laughs> I think he's better than that. I think he's better than that. You're like not giving Trey enough credit right now. All, but ball pits are not COVID safe. So let's just throw that out there. <laughs> Greg. Gork. Needs a fucking haircut. I will say this all in season i'm telling you right now 
I'm just going to talk about his hair. I just want to plant some seeds here that one, Katie grabbed his face. Two, she whispered under her breath, he looks like my ex-boyfriend. That's all I'm saying right now. Continue. <laughs> Gabriel. Touchy Yogi. Busted Antonio Banderas. Aww. <laughs> John. Reserved. Plastic surgery gone wrong. Yeah, he did look plasticky. Huh? Even his hair. And I always equate um, Wayne Newton to this visual. You might be too young to remember, but do you remember the like Energizer commercials with like the plastic people and they have like the dark hair that, oh my God. Yes, there we go. That's actually your first impression of John. (laughs) (laughs) Plastic Energizer (laughs) commercial from the 90s. Garrett. I feel like his was so quick. The only thing I came up with was large hands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I noticed that too. And I knew you would notice his hands. Like I knew it. I was like, she's going to talk about his hands. We know I have a hand thing. (laughs) (laughs) I said the Kennedy they never talk about. Womp womp. (laughs) Austin. 90s rapper. I don't know. He just had this like chain thing going on. I said Jesus freak. Or that. (laughs) Marty. This has nothing to do with him per se, but just his name. Back to the future, Marty McFly. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. I said mama's boy. Landon. We got a teen movie villain on our hands with Landon. I said wake and bake, baby. Wake and bake. Carl. This is a cop out, but like this man is the epitome of his occupation. He's a motivational speaker, and my first impression of him was, he's a fucking motivational speaker. (laughs) Exactly. Like, oh no. Oh no. This is going to go so wrong. I put, he will sue your ass over a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, not a fan, and I feel like she's going to get like bamboozled by him. (laughs) No, that's totally fair. Okay, Josh. Josh, (laughs) I put... Good at math, question mark? Because he just kept, like, adding things up and throughout all his sentences. It's like, what is this guy doing? Uh, He's doing some mental math. I said he is a secret alcoholic. Those mathletes uh, have something buried deep within them, and it is alcohol. Andrew S. I put dapper prior to him opening his mouth, because that fake fucking (laughs) Hilaria Baldwin accent was like too much for me once i saw the car driving up i said prince wannabe and then the british accent came in and i was like wow spot on (laughs) perfect brandon you know we have one every season motorcycle vampire (laughs) yes i love that it's motorcycle vampire this season i said creepy drunk uncle uh connor c i just put basic i said player which i feel like goes hand in hand true okay kyle from The two seconds I saw of him, I was like, is that Luke Wilson? Oh, I said he was a Chad, which is the male equivalent of a Karen. (laughs) Hunter. Punny. (laughs) I said, boring in bed. Jeff. Obviously, Walter White cooking up some meth in the back of that RV. I say he still sleeps in his parents' bed, which I know he has his RV, but I just feel it. Feel it in my bones. So then we have... Box guy, aka James. Yeah, I mean, we don't get to see him till later in the episode. So my first impression was 
He's clearly not a gift if he's staying in this fucking box for the entire episode. <laughs> he's the opposite of a gift. He's actually a nuisance. Yeah. Not here for it. I put secret psycho because <laughs> no one would fucking sit in that box and not come out. Like he's plotting her murder. Probably. He just had eyes on everybody through his little hole in his box. Exactly. Brendan. Robot. Eyes of a killer. Robot killer. There you go. I see it. I see it. We did a mashup. Marcus. I put Drake. <laughs> like for real looks like Drake. <laughs> oh my God. It like comes into my head so solid now. Yes. And he was like yes. so awkward. I was like, this poor guy is like not going to last two seconds. And I think he was one of the people that got sent home. <laughs> poor Drake. <laughs> I did say nice guys finish last. He did seem nice. Mike. I put Ragdoll. He was just like tall and lanky and I feel like you could just throw him around and his his, like limbs would be like out of control. He's like a squiggly (laughs) eraser. I put he's the Brad's of all Brad's. Uh, Cody. Fucking weirdo. (laughs) Trying to one up her dildo with the fucking blow up doll. Like, okay, buddy. Oh no, that blow up doll is just creepy on so many different levels. But I put divorce dad. Feel like, and it sucks because when I put that down, I was like, he's about to bring his daughter out of this limo. And then... Yeah, his daughter Sandy. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. uh, (laughs) Wait, that is way gross on way many levels. (laughs) Justin. Actor. He needs a wax job. Those eyebrows were out of control. He's just like gonna tell her everything she wants to hear and she's gonna love it next up christian this is really mean but quasimodo oh that is rough (laughs) that is a rough one i don't know how he's gonna recover from that it's just like it was not symmetrical i don't know (laughs) i said snooze fest courtney poet and he didn't even know it (laughs) also i just want I really would like to speak with his parents and understand his name because it's like quart, like the measuring of a liquid, <laughs> and knee, like Courtney, but it's Quartney. It goes with Quirky Katie, okay? I just want more info. That's that's all. Uh, I said smooth Tucker, and last but not least. Connor B, a.k.a. Catman. Cheesy AF. Furry gone wrong. (laughs) He just left the furry convention and went straight into the limo. (laughs) He really did. Like, I don't know. I didn't realize Katie loved cats so much. I guess I should stalk her Instagram more. But that was something that blew it out of the park for her. And I don't understand. Just like I don't understand Katie. (laughs) Maybe we will in the future. Who really knows? So for the first time ever, we are getting into the fantasy and going into Rayanne's witchy corner predictions. Ooh. Ooh, I love spooky. (laughs) (laughs) So this is where Rayanne had a vision, and she is ready to predict the future. She has predicted the last two winners 
of the Bachelor and Bachelorette. So I believe that this might be spot on. Okay. So I charged up my crystals and (laughs) (laughs) they were really speaking to me this episode. So my major prediction from this episode alone is that little dorky Greg, who you think needs a haircut, is definitely going to be in the top four. I don't know if he's going to win. I think I need another week to like fully stand by that prediction, but I 100% stand by Greg being in the final four. Here are my reasonings. One, when he came out of the limo, he was like really awkward and nervous. And I think she felt flattered that he was so nervous to be around her. And she like that made her feel really good. And she like grabbed his face and was like, don't be nervous. And then when she was sitting on the couch with him during their one-on-one time, you know, he was like cute and a little quirky, like saying his niece was a, was a jewelry designer. And then he whips out a necklace that was made by like a three-year-old. So that was, that was cute. It was, it was a good call on his part, but she had this like sparkle in her eye when they were talking and just their their cadence and the way she was looking at him I'm like "Mm." she likes his like unassuming personality I think and she also said he looked like her ex-boyfriend and we know that when it comes to uh (laughs) toxic exes you always come running back for more (laughs) so that's it Greg final four just wait and see y'all Okay, well, you heard it first, Bachelor Nation, and she has not been wrong so far, so charge up your crystals. Unless you read a spoiler and you actually know who the top four are, like, I don't want to know about it, okay? This is no spoiler podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so do not tweet at us. This is just a witchy prediction, okay? So... Next, we are going to also introduce this segment, and each week we are going to crown a cocktail king because, as you know, someone is always here for the cocktail party. So, Ran, will you do the honors? Yes, our cocktail king. Drumroll, please. Aaron. <laughs> That boy went from zero to 100, yelling at Cody outside for a five-second fight that none of us really know the reason why. But there was some slurring happening. There was some rage led on by alcohol happening. So he gets the crown this week. He, it is just meant to be. It was his coronation this week. I'm just sad that he didn't get more drunk and make more of a fool out of himself. I think I talk about this all the time and probably have talked about this on every first episode that we do. But my most favorite drunk moment was the man, and I forget what season he was on, what bachelorette season he was on, but the one that kept jumping in the pool and screaming, I'm all horned up. (laughs) When I tell you that, Oh my God. Me and Joey like quote that on a daily basis, just randomly, just like, (laughs) 
We'll just scream them all horned up sometimes, and it just makes us laugh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that guy was a character. So we need Aaron to, you know, spice up his game. We need a quote from you. Yes. So we'll see who gets wasted next week and makes a fool of themselves. Speaking of next week, we are going to be inspired by New Mexico and drank a Chimayo, which was actually founded in New Mexico. Ran has a quick little fact that I think everyone will find fun and will make you want to down your drink even faster. So yeah, it was invented in Chimayo, New Mexico, which is the city, because a bartender had like an overabundance of apples, and it is a... tequila and apple cider based cocktail and apparently it is very popular in new mexico and we all know that they're filming at the hyatt regency new mexico so we love a good we love a good theme so we wanted to give our filming location some props so keep an eye on our instagram for the recipe and you can drink along with us next week But with that, it's time to say our goodbye, but join us next week when we dive into episode two of Katie's season. But until then, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Here for the Cocktail Party, all one word, for more content and cocktail recipes. And I I guess that's it. It was an action-packed first episode of meeting 100 men that we won't remember their names of next week but hopefully at least a few of them will make more of an impression on us at least we have box guy and cat man so and greg (laughs) and greg (laughs) who could forget that guy (laughs) oh goodbye